Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... I am Will Pelagic. It's Wesson Walker Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Appreciate you joining us. We also appreciate Willie P joining Willie us. Willie P! In the Planet Kia Studios. Visit them on their website, planetkianc.com. We appreciate them for helping us out, and we appreciate Willie. You got pretty mad about the Tom Hanks reference once again. I, I, I appreciate all three of you, mm-hmm. but I don't appreciate this slander that I somehow, someway, because I reacted oddly to an ill-timed question from Itty Bitty Fitty right before we're about to go on the air for Hornets pregame last night about Seriously? Tom Hanks. I don't know about this. I know Fiddy apparently loved this conversation because it prohibited him it from is, it actually is, giving us new music because of this Tom Hanks conversation. It, it, is, it has literally led to more wasted air on this radio station than normally happens, which is saying wow. something. Wow. <laughs> During what time slot are you talking about? Is it uh, like maybe 12 to 3, the wasted air that you're talking about? The, hour, the hours that sunshine exists. <laughs> <laughs> That's our show. <laughs> Check us out. 92.7 FM. <laughs> Willie P. A ringing endorsement. Wesson voice- Walker. We waste air. Uh, let's, can we use that as a promo as well? Mm-hmm. Can we use that as a promo circulating constantly from Willie P. Giving us just a rave review of what you can catch from 12 to 3. And really at all hours where there is sunlight. Let's talk about Charlotte FC. Mm. They at least gave you a ray of hope after their win against Orlando over the weekend. How did they get the win, Willie? It was fun. Uh, I think they looked a lot different than we we're used to seeing them over the course of this season. They played a different formation. They went a little flatter in the front and in the midfield, which basically allows for more of stretching the field horizontally. And I think they were able to really get in some dangerous areas with that. You saw Enzo Capetti score another goal, so that was incredible to see. And Kerwin Vargas, we're starting to see the maturation of a young guy who can really do some special things with the soccer ball, 21 years old. He's kind of been very, very close to a very big moment. He finally got his biggest moment on Saturday with his first MLS goal. And you saw a goalkeeper in George Marks who stepped into a role that's very, very tough to fill. And every big goalkeeper switch usually means that there's something going wrong. I don't think that was necessarily the case with Pablo Cisniega, but I love the way that he took charge. He was very much a field general out there. I know he did concede once. He was off of a rebound from a pretty spectacular save of his. Didn't necessarily have the support around him, but it was great to see the way that that defense stayed very organized for the final part of that second half. I asked you last week how Christian Latanzio could make some adjustments and come out on top. And it plenty seemed like yeah, there were plenty of adjustments that he made in this game. Was this the best? At least just tell us, as far as a well-coached match, where does this rank among all the ones you've seen in Charlotte FC, their young history so far? It's one of the best from him because they were in a very dire straight, uh, Walker, especially you know 0-4. Coming back home to take on a tough team that's physical in New York Red Bulls, you know, I wouldn't have wanted to to be in that position if I'm Christian Latanzio. Uh, the fact that he did take some guys who I think you could say it might be hard done that they were taken out, like Camille Yozviak. I thought he played very well uh, over the last couple of weeks. His play has been inconsistent so far over all three games, but to sit him down in favor of Vargas, I think was very bold. I think they brought in Harrison Awful, who brought a lot of, I think, maturity to the left-back position. He made MLS's uh, match day team of the week. So I do feel like that's something that, again, can say is an immediate hit. And Jalen Lindsay, someone who we hadn't seen since August, uh, in it right back, he made the splitting pass to Enzo Capetti for the first goal of the game, a Charlotte native, too. I think that's something you look at and you say he 
one of the things he really says is that he trusts everybody on this roster, and that paid off in spades for them on Saturday. Willie P., you talked about the, the lineup changes that they made, and they said that was very big for them in this win. Which one of those do you feel like made the most impact? Which one did you look and say, I would have made that change and really helped them? Well, both Jess and I were calling for Vargas at the end of the Atlanta game. He had played 72 minutes up until uh, the last game, 72 minutes of the first three games of the season, and he had created the second most chances on the team. So he had not even played the equivalent of a full game, and he's creating more chances than guys who have 270 minutes under their belt. So I think from that standpoint, I know one of the things that Christian Latanzio is very keen on is he wants you to be good without the ball. He wants you to play good on defense, not just when you have the ball. You need to be able to make a difference when you're playing on defense. And I think that's always kind of been the thing that's curbed Carowin getting more minutes. But I think at this point, he kind of said, you know what? I'm going to put him on there and see what happens. And you saw the immediate impact. He scored a goal in the 37th minute. He was very dangerous with the ball. He almost had one right before the goal he scored. I think that was the most impactful sub. And I think, honestly, when it comes down to it, that's somebody who I feel like you're going to put in the starting lineup, and he's not going to leave it because I think he has that kind of upside for Charlotte. Now, with those, with them making those changes, do you feel like that's going to strengthen the team as far as giving them more depth and getting more guys meaningful playing time? Well, it's going to create more competition, definitely. Uh, they won't have Karol Swiderski this weekend because he was called up to Poland, but he didn't see the match at all on Saturday, and that's one of your highest prized players and, and your designated players. So I think from that standpoint, it's only going to make the competition and training even more intense, which anytime you've got that kind of competition in a squad, it only makes for better soccer. It makes for a better product on the field. Now, with them getting this win finally, do you feel like from what you saw, they're correcting a lot of things that happened during the loss and that they are starting to turn the corner where they could maybe even go on a winning streak? Well, it's interesting you mentioned that because after their 0-3 start a year ago, they won three of the next four. And a lot of that had to do with the fact that they played a bunch of games at home. They're going to have two of the next three at home currently, so that should help them. I'm, I'm cautious on saying it spurs a complete run. I think this weekend's contest is winnable, but I, I want to be able to see more of a sample size from them. I think that Red Bulls bring out the best of Charlotte FC. They played them three times last year. They did win the only home MLS match against them. It was the, actually the first victory for Christian Latanzio at the helm for Charlotte FC. They won it 2-0. But I do feel like getting that home crowd behind you, having that particular vantage point from them can definitely change the way this season goes. If you get a, a win in this match, that could possibly start a snowball down the hill. Does Thierry Henry still play for the Red Bulls? No. <laughs> Thierry, am, I, am I a decade late you're, on that? You're, you're a bit late. Okay. Uh, he had actually managed a little bit, uh, not just uh, in the league, but overseas. And uh, he uh, he's out on the desk uh, for Champions League coverage on CBS. <laughs> All right, there you go. Some Thierry Henry analysis. Well, also, Sam also, by the way, used to play former uh, Charlotte FC broadcaster. Also former used to play Arsenal guy as well. For uh, NYU. Uh, My Red, Red Bull Bulls. analysis ends at the energy drink in Thierry Henry. That's the only thing we're I have for you, to We're hoping to clip the wings of the New York Red Bulls. This Perfect. Weekend. Excellent. I also need to ask you about Tom Hanks movies because you're really excited about that coming into the studio. So I have created a list. This is my list. I'm just going to ask it the way it is. I know there's plenty of other movies. Movies, but I need you to give me the top two with the movies included here. Tom Hanks roles. Saving Private Ryan, mm. Forrest Gump, Castaway, the Toy Story franchise. I cheated. Captain Phillips, Apollo 13. Top two from that. Apollo 13 and Saving Private Ryan. Okay. Oh, no Toy Story. Oh, Forrest Gump too. Forrest Gump is tough. Saving Willie. Private Ryan was fire. 
uh, Captain I like, Phillips. I like Forrest Gump too. There's no problem with Forrest yeah, Gump. Captain Phillips was Captain Phillips was Cap. So a lot of that story, that movie was not on point with what it really was. So you you don't have a you don't like well so is Saving Private Ryan at least with well the the move the the love story apparently or not the love story yeah, the, but the, the actual violent scenes in there were yeah the violent scenes I guess that's what it was celebrated for but I know some people <laughs> have the same thoughts about Saving Private Apollo Ryan. Apollo thirteen was. was a masterclass movie. Mm. Is that, so that's number one on the Tom Hanks I love power Apollo, rankings. I love Apollo thirteen. So, um, if I would have included the terminal, would that have been dead last? No. No, I would not. I would not. Uh, I'd, I'd not subscribe to that part of his catalog. Okay, there you go. That's Willie P. Tom Hanks analysis. Green, Green, Green Mile too, a little overrated. Yeah, you got five overrated movies too. Man. Green Mile. Oh, oh, anger, sheer anger. Yes, everybody is fighting mad. Flounder threw something down on the ground twice. He threw it down, picked it up, and threw it down twice. Most overrated role for Tom Hanks. No. Green Mile. No, nah, ter- Terminal probably also. Well, I mean, what? is it? Is that it, was oh, based on a true story? Yeah. And Catherine Zeta Jones. Is a bay in that in that film? Yeah, but not as. But what does that have to do with Tom Hanks? As I was saying, that has nothing to do with Tom Hanks. It was a good Hanks. movie. I'm surprised you didn't put a League of Their Own in there. Yeah, League of Their Own is great too. League of Their Own is very good. Yeah, that movie's in a league of its own. Some could say Willie P is in a league of his own. The Charlotte FC voice joining us in the Planet Kia studio. Visit them on PlanetKiaNC.com. Willie, we appreciate the time as always, man. I love you guys. Yeah, appreciate I love it. you more. <laughs> oh, we love you. So does the text chain. Everybody loves you.